Hi, welcome to the Gospel of Kennison, episode 193, brought to you the week of October 11th, 2023. I'm your host. My name is James Kennison, and this is my personal audio journal. Hi, how are you? I hope you're doing well. I'm doing okay. Today has been a rough day. I'm not going to lie, but we're going to talk about that in just a bit. First of all, I'd like to give you some family updates, if you don't mind. The first one is a killer. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> okay. So I'll start with Jen. <laughs> okay, so she had a mammogram. All right, that's not funny, obviously. It's embarrassing. You know, it's uncomfortable. I've had one, so I, I can kind of relate, even though it wasn't my private parts out. But anyway, so the lady is fiddling with her and getting her between the plates and the squishing is happening. And all of a sudden, the attendant slash nurse says, cute boobs. And my wife just freezes. And she's like, what the freak? And the nurse says, yeah, I love the way the heels are. And the little part there on the back. And my wife's brain goes, oh, she said cute boots. <laughs> changed everything <laughs> can you imagine can you imagine how she felt <laughs> God. oh yeah so cute cute boots cute boots it's not something you should mention when you've got uh women in compromising situations even if you're a, a woman yourself <laughs> it's just not something that uh, a female wants to hear about their boots while, while their boots are out. So anyway, I can't share that anywhere else, but here <laughs> it would be so funny on that story show. But as soon as she told me, I'm like, Jen, I've got to call David, my brother, and I've got to call John from that story show. <laughs> I have to tell him this story because we'll never be able to use it on the show. <laughs> And she said, yes. And I called David first and he was kind of instant funny. He's like, yeah. And I thought I might, he, he might be asleep. I was like, you got a minute. It's worth it. He's like, hit me. <laughs> he reacted exactly the way you'd want him to, you know, you got cute boobs. She, she said, what? <laughs> yeah. So it was great. John Steinclaver loved it as well. So I hope you did too. It's my wife's best story now. Um, Jenna paid us a surprise visit. I was downstairs in the office and my wife says, James. I said, yes. She says, you have a visitor. And I'm like, it's 930 at night. Who's coming to visit me? You know, I'm like, anxiety much? So I just kind of walked up the stairs. I didn't know who in the world it would be. And it was Jenna and it was the best surprise ever. And I just hugged her so hard and she hugged me back and it, it was just a good visit. She was here um, with a couple of friends, well, her boyfriend and a friend. Um, it was the boyfriend's brother's birthday. And so they drove, drove the two hours and they went to the birthday party, visited family and then drove back. And you can do that when you're uh, 19 years old or 18 rather. And you have all that unlimited energy, but it was really good. It was good. It was funny too, because she's walking around the house and as she's talking to us, she's stealing things like paper towels 
she was she was pulling trash bags off the roll, just like six of them. <laughs> she's she's just sticking stuff in in uh, Target bags, you know, to take home uh, with her. And it was good. It was good. It's like she's in a phase where school has worn off. The new has, you know, and now it's down to like living life and doing school, you know. So, yeah, it was good. She also uh, texted me today and a computer she bought off of the school is crapping out on her. And I knew it would. It's the one she used her junior and senior year and they sold it to her for $25. And I had told her I would buy her a computer. And she said, no, I'll use this. Well, today she says, it's crapping out on me. Can you help me? We'll do half. You know, you don't have to buy the whole thing. Just do half. I'm not going to let her do that. I told her I'd buy her a computer. I'll buy her a computer. Thanks to our lovely patrons who support the show. I can do stuff like that for my, for my family. So she wants to get the cheapest brand out there. It's, um, what is it? No, 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 Nuovo or something. Anyway, it's just, it's a disposable computer is what the brand is known as. I am going to try to upgrade her a little bit. I don't want to spend a thousand dollars on this thing, but she wants a tablet slash laptop, you know, with a pencil kind of thing. And that's what she had is she had a Microsoft service, but she doesn't want to buy another service because they cost too much. And she's not wrong. There are equivalent products that do the same thing. They're just not as expensive. So that's my goal with her. So We'll see how that works out in the next few days. Jay, I just bought for him the highest rated cobalt blue necktie in the world. This is the best tie in cobalt blue that you can buy. Maybe not in the world, but it's the best rated. It was $10 on Amazon. <laughs> in what world do we live in? You can you buy a tie based on the, its rating. You know, what, what's it doing beyond just hanging on your neck? Are you getting more jobs because of it? Are you turning more heads because you bought the highest? What do you base the rating of a necktie on? I didn't read any of the reviews, but I can't imagine there, they would be anything more than tie as expected. If you write more than that, you've, you've put way too much thought into this tie, but I did buy the, the highest rated tie in the world on Amazon for $10. So a cobalt blue tie. He's going to honeymoon. Oh, honeymoon. He's going to homecoming and he had a green tie that matched this girl's dress. She finds out she can't go because she has a wedding to go to. So now he has another date. <laughs> so he needs a, a blue tie. <laughs> so, I'm, I won't deny that I'm a little proud. <laughs> I never, I never had such luck when I was a kid, but he's a good guy. He's just a nice guy and he's safe. You know, I will admit though, a lot of my friends were girls when I was in high school. Uh, what I'm reaching, reaching, I'm reaching and watching and reading and, uh, movies that I've seen. I recently saw a movie called Reptile. It's on Netflix. It's got Guillermo del Toro in it. 
It was extremely slow. It was an episode of a cop show stretched out to, you know, two hours, two and a half hours, whatever. It was long, but, but Alicia Silverstone was in it. And you know what? She still looks good. No plastic surgery that I can tell. Still cute. So hats off to, to Alicia Silverstone for, for keeping it together. Um, yeah, she was one of the cuties that I, I really liked when I was younger. So uh, now now she's of age and she's playing these roles and good for her. So uh, that's what I watched recently. So I don't suggest it at all. But I'm watching on Hulu The Other Black Girl. It's a television show or... I say television. It's a streaming episodic show. I don't even know what to call it. It's like saying black and white television, you know? I got that on tape. Yeah, it's a TV show. No, it's not a TV show. I watch it on my iPad. It's electronically distributed. I don't have to wait till 9 o'clock on a Thursday to see it. It's whenever I want it. But... Anyway, you get what I'm what I'm trying to say. The Other Black Girl is a good show. It's not a great show, but it is a fun show. And it's mysterious. And it's got a little bit of... I, I don't know. I don't want to say sci-fi because it's not sci-fi. Uh, but it's if it were, it's like Doctor Who style sci-fi where, where it's a little wonky, a little weird, a little outside of the ordinary. I would suggest it. It's not a 10. I would say it's a good solid 7.5 as far as shows that I've seen. You guys know my favorite one, of course, is Severance. That's a 10. That's a hard 10. What I'm reading is the third Reacher book, Jack Reacher. It's called Tripwire. I, I finished the second one. I've started the third one. The third one was available on Libby, so I didn't buy it. But I don't know that I'm going to finish it. It's due in six days. But I am 72% of the way through it. But this one's creepy. Um, let me just tell you a little bit. Just It's not even going to spoil it. It's just that he... There's always a girl in the, in, the, in, the, in the books. There's always a girl. And she's always hot. And she's always into Reacher. Because he is the man of the man. He is six foot seven. He is you know, built like the incredible Hulk. He is, uh, he never makes mistakes. He is the perfect man, you know? And I think that's why there's 23 Reacher books. But in this case, they let you know that this girl and him had a relationship 30 or 15 years prior where she was 15 and he was 23. And now she's 30 and he's 49. No, 39, 39, 38, 39, somewhere in there. I don't know what the math works out to, but he had feelings for her when she was 15 and she had feelings for him when she was 15, but he was a gentleman about it and that's fine, right? I mean, the gentleman part is, I don't know about the feelings part, but they just keep talking in a creepy way about how now that he knows her again, all these feelings are rushing back and they're creepy feelings. This thing was written a long time ago when cell phones were brand new. Okay. So maybe the world is a little different then. I don't know. I don't know. You know, in the fifties, we had 40 year old men singing about teenagers, 
you know, and, and all this stuff. So I, I don't know where the world was. I mean, I was there and I don't think it was a pro pro, but maybe, maybe not. Anyway, the thing is she was 15. He was 23. Now they're older. And he says he has three versions of her in his mind. One of them was of her at 15. One of her is how he imagined she would be when she was older. So he was obviously imagining her as older, which I guess is safe, but weird. It's still weird. I'm sorry. Uh, and then the her that actually is and that exists. And then there's this awkward moment where it's obvious she's into him still. Uh, but he uh, tells her that it would be inappropriate for him to stay over because he has these feelings about her. And and she th- they have this thing like, you think I'm your uncle and you're like a little sister. And ew, ew, it's just cringy. Okay. It's cringy. It's cringy. Now that it's over, it's fine. I don't know why they had to have a connection beforehand. And if they did, I don't know why he had to go into it as an author and really grind out the details. It could have been this, okay? That they had a completely appropriate relationship, right? 15, 23, friend friend of the dads, you know, that's it. Buddies, and that's it. And then suddenly she's a woman. His, his heart is thumping in his chest because... He, she's beautiful. She has blossomed, you know, this whole thing, but they didn't do that. They didn't put a separation between 15 and 30. They blurred it and they started it way back when she was 15 and it makes it creepy. It makes it really creepy. The story is really good, but I'm not cool about the creepy part. That's all I'm saying. So third reacher book, trip wire, trip line, whatever it is. By the way, the titles of the book have nothing to do with the stories. The first one's called Killing Floor, and it has nothing to do with a floor full of killing. I It just it doesn't. It has nothing to do with it. The second book, I can't remember what it was called, uh, something on the line. There was no line. There was no nothing. It's just a, it's just a, it's a man story. That's all it is. It's to help you feel like a man, and, and I don't need cringy hitting on you know he never hit on her when she was 15 he never did anything inappropriate but they they make it clear that he had inappropriate feelings towards her that he didn't act on and to me yes that's noble but at the same time it's creepy that you would even have to not act on feelings that you shouldn't have i don't know I don't know. I worked with children. I worked with youth. I never had inappropriate feelings for anybody because they was kids. They was they was kids. Those two things never intersected. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's just me, maybe. But I I just have not not good. But anyway, tonight and its recording is a minor miracle and there's two reasons for that. One, it is 10 o'clock at night and I am butt tired. I am so tired. I've been tired all day. Sleep has really not gotten any better since my last report. And today was a struggle day. Today was a down day. And I wanted to do everything that I, well, I did. I did overeat. I overate last night. I overate this morning. 
I had a bagel with cream cheese last night that I shouldn't have had. And this morning I had two bowls of cereal. What else? I don't know. I had a soda in the morning. I was like, why am I drinking water? You know, what, what rule am I breaking? Uh, this is my own. Why am I doing this to myself? You know, I just lost all my convictions, you know, about everything I've been trying to do. And I just wanted to go and sleep and sleep and sleep and sleep and sleep. And I wanted to quit. I want, or I wanted to not do the podcast tomorrow. Even though we had a guest, his name's Vinny Coppola. He's amazing guy. Can't wait. I think it's going to be an awesome show, but I wanted to cancel. I didn't have it in me. I was in a dark place. It was a normal depressed day. And I haven't had one like that in a while, but here's what I did. Here's what I did. So the first thing is I said, you know what? I shouldn't make the decision about the podcast while I'm in a low place. My counselor says that you don't make decisions when you're hungry, angry, lonely, tired, or sick. She calls them the halts. H-A-L-T-S, hungry, angry, lonely, tired, sick. And so I said, you know what? I'm tired. I'm, I'm sick. <laughs> Basically, I'm sad, you know, tired, uh, you know, probably angry about not being able to do the show, wanting to do the show. I'm just not in a right place to make a decision. And so I didn't. I didn't email John. I didn't decide not to do the show. And the second thing that I did is I just decided that even though I had done all the bad stuff and I wasn't feeling good, I said, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm still going to get on the treadmill. I'm going to put my new shoes on that I bought for walking and I'm going to go get on the treadmill for 30 minutes. And I, I, I even messaged my nutritionist and said, look, I'm feeling like crap today. Um, but I'm gonna, I'm going to go work out and then I'm going to go on the back porch outside with my pink yoga mat that my wife lent me. And I'm going to do my stretches outside in the city where people could see me. <laughs> so I, so I did those things. I worked out. I watched the other black girl. It's getting really good. It's getting near the end of the season. Lots of secrets unveiled. I went outside and I did my stretches. It was actually nice to go outside because usually I'm, I'm, I'm really sweaty after a walk and the breeze was nice. It was a good day. Got some sun, got some fresh air and I came back in and I won't go through the rest of the day because it was a date night. And I had to pick up Jay you know, blah, blah, blah. I had to do stuff. But I'm doing this recording right now and I'm going to do the recording tomorrow because I did those things. I did those things. And my wife says, James, do you realize this is the first time you've successfully fought depression? She said, I don't want you to not realize that. And I hadn't. So this is the first time you've felt like doing nothing and you've done something. 
Now I thought of one of the benefits. One of the benefits is I can't, I, I was focusing on, I'm going low. I don't want to go as low as I can go. I don't want to go any lower. I don't want to go as low as I can go. So I'm going to fight and do a little bit. So, you know, working out and, and stretching and uh, drinking water and, and all this stuff. I did those things and I couldn't get, I couldn't go down, but so far because it's like somebody put and connected a, a, a command strip with a hook on it on the wall. And I, as I was going down, it's like, I can't go any further down hook because I did these things that were good for me and it did work. I was successful and Jen's like, you realize it's the first time you've done that. And it is, it is the first time that I fought back that I had the, in- I didn't have any energy. I had no drive and no desire, but yet I did the things. I think it's mostly out of habit. She's giving me more credit than I think I deserve. I think at this point, it's just a habit. I don't feel right if I don't walk, you know what I'm saying? Like it's gotten to that point, but she's not wrong either because after I was done working out, I started to think again, clearly. I started thinking about some stuff I could do for some of our bigger givers on Patreon. And I placed some orders for some special things that I'm going to mail out. And I went and picked up my son and had a great conversation with him. And I had a great conversation with a a good friend of mine that, that I've, come to know online and we swap, uh, stories and, uh, our, our, our negative feelings and, uh, and, and our, uh, television viewing ideas back and forth. And so, you know, some good things were done on a day where it was supposed to just me, me sleeping in bed the whole day until it was time to pick up Jay and then get ready and go out on a date. So I'm not the best at tooting my own horn, but I'm proud. Proud is not even the right word. I'm not proud of myself. What I am is impressed with not myself, but with the, the fact that it worked, that I had this idea. I did it. So I get credit for that. I get credit for that but that it worked. Can you imagine if it hadn't how much of a downer that would be and how that would kind of put a kink in everything that I've been trying to do? Cause my primary motivation for all of this is to fight depression. And today it worked today. It worked. So some of you guys might be like, what was that halts thing again? Uh, don't make major decisions and don't, discuss major decisions when you're hungry, angry, lonely, tired, or sick. It's such a good thing. Halts, H-A-L-T-S, hungry, angry, lonely, tired, or sick. So that was the thing that started things today. I ate a healthy lunch with chicken and green beans, my workout routine, and my stretching. So my Jess, my nutrition Workout instructor (laughs) came into play. My counselor came into play. So two women that are very influential in my life 
really helped me make it through today. So hats off to you ladies. And I appreciate you so much. Uh, I fought and it worked out and it was, it was good. Yeah. I reached out to Vinny and even though it was the day before he's still ready to go. And I emailed him all the stuff he needs. He's good. The show's good to go tomorrow. And, um, I fought depression and won. The last thing that I'll say today is that I am in the market for a bracelet. So if anybody knows, I might make it myself because I got on Etsy and everything that I liked looked handmade and it's like I can make it myself, but I don't know if I can engrave what I want to engrave on it. But what I want to do is I want to get a bracelet that I wear along with the one that Jenna made me. I wanted to say good enough. And the one that I saw that I really liked, it was like a washer, just a big washer. And it said good. It, it, it had kids names on it, but it would say good on the top half. And then it would say enough on the bottom half. And then you would string leather straps through it and affix them with some sort of clasp or, or whatever on the back. So I'm thinking I might try to figure out how to engrave it myself or I'm going to look online and see if I can find something that would, that would work like that. Cause I want it to be masculine. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of personalized uh, stuff is for the ladies as I've found out. And that's fine. That's great. I just don't want to wear cursive on my arm. So just call me old fashioned. Thank you for listening today. Thank you for being a part of my journey feel free to reach out anytime james at nlcast.com this episode is brought to you by our supporting patreon members with special thanks to carrie wright carrie bernhardt and mike jones support me and get show perks including a gok sticker and weekly bonus audio content today at patreon.com slash gok i hope you're doing well i hope life is treating you the way you deserve because you deserve the best and i will talk to you guys next time goodbye